When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. having an ice cream sundae before dinner, you'll lose your appetite. Oh, I've already lost my appetite, so might as well eat. <laughs> my wife's aunt, Miss Grimshaw, came back today from her vacation. Well, uh, I know how you feel, Waldo. A man's homemade his castle with his wife's relatives camping on him. You got your wife's aunt living off you, and I got my wife's Uncle Bucky. You got a dragon. I got a leech. <laughs> Is your Uncle Buckley really a leech? Why, he talks like a very successful man. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's successful. He's a self-made has-been. <laughs> Four months ago, that drafter established a beachhead on my favorite Morris chair, and it looks like I'll never outflank him. Yeah, we both have our troubles. Oh, yeah. Many's the time I've thought of running away from home. <laughs> um, I, I couldn't do that. If I ran away from home, I'd have to take my wife and the kids. 
Besides... <laughs> besides, with the room shortage, I'd have to come home every night to sleep. <laughs> Too much trouble. Well, I can't run away either. It's almost impossible to get a train ticket. My, I wish there was some way to get them to run away. <laughs> yeah, I wish they'd elope. Imagine those two headaches getting hitched. Yeah, living in an ivy-covered cottage. Poison ivy. <laughs> hey, wait, Aldo. What month is this? It's June. Well, sure, June. June, the month of love. The season when the love bug flies around, sinking its little fangs into people. Riley, you mean that if the same love bug bit my aunt and your uncle, then... Sure. If we could only find a love bug that ain't particular. <laughs> a love bug that would bite anything. A love bug that's got rabies. <laughs> Riley, wouldn't it be wonderful if they fell in love and got married? What? If we could only arrange for them to meet in a romantic way. Yeah, romantic. Let me see, who's the most romantic guy I know? There's Cary Grant, Walter Pigeon. I got it. Me. <laughs> How did I meet my wife? In the movies. Doesn't sound romantic. Oh, wait a minute, I ain't finished yet. It was dark in the theater, and by mistake, I sat right down on her lap. Believe me, that made a big impression on her. <laughs> well, though, a movie can be a very romantic spot. Just ask any sailor. Riley, this is fate. Tonight, I have to take my aunt to the movies. I take her every Friday night. Well, that's swell. I'll take Uncle Berkeley. What theater? The Corral. Where they show those old westerns? Yeah, my aunt loves cowboy pictures. Well, I can understand that. She's built like a horse. <laughs> okay, now listen. In the Corral, the loges is usually empty. They cost a dime. You sit in the first row loges with your aunt, and then me and Buckley will come along, and I'll fix it so Buckley sits next to the old man. I'll excuse me, Waldo. That's all right. Go ahead and say it. I love to hear it. <laughs> so he'll sit next to the old moose. In the dark, their elbows will touch, and then we're all set. After the show is over, we'll get lost in the crowd. They'll be left together. One thing will lead to another, and the next thing you know, they'll be married and we'll be free. Oh, I hope the love bug finds them in the dark. Well, sure, don't go with me in the dark, and they get married. Uncle <laughs> Buckley. Yes? On a June night like this, did you ever get thinking about love? Yes, I'd love a smoke. Uh, you have to have three spare cigars. No, uh, all I got is one cigar, Uncle Buckley. Fine, you can owe me the others. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Peg, guess who's back in town? Oh, dear. Waldo Benny's aunt, Miss Grimshaw. Now, uh, there's a real swell girl. Oh, Riley, I'd hardly call Waldo's aunt a girl. Well, she ain't so old. She's still got all her hair. I, I, I mean, she's got a beautiful head of hair. Mm -hmm. She dyes it. Oh, what? What the looks matter as long as you got brains, charm, glamour, personality? Am I uh, right, Uncle Buckley? Uh, Peg, is there any more baked ham in the icebox? 
Uncle Buckley, I'm talking about a wonderful girl and all you can think of is baked ham. Remember, there are other things in life besides baked ham. True. There's baked veal, baked pork, baked mutton. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. Ah, uh, Cupid will ever be able to shoot an arrow into you. Instead of a heart, you've got an extra stomach. <laughs> well, i better dress if I want to get to my club meeting on time. What are your plans for tonight, Riley? Oh, I think I'll drop into a movie. <clears throat> Uncle Buckley, how's about going to the movies with me? Uh, no, thanks, no. I think I'll spend the evening just resting here in this Morris chair. Well, don't you think Morris deserves a rest, too? <laughs> <laughs> An earthquake couldn't move me out of the house tonight. But, Uncle Buckley, I'll pay for your ticket. Uh, where's my hat and chain? Come on, Riley. We'll be late. Come on, honey. Oh, honey, honey. honey. Boy, let's go. It's almost eight. Yes, the main feature at the plaza goes on in 20 minutes. Oh, uh, well, the plaza's okay, but look who's playing at the corral. Tex McCoy, Snorty Evans, Skip Away Harrigan, and Carmen Cedar, the Mexican sheepdog. <laughs> now, look here. I will not have my intelligence insulted by watching a, a horse opera. I'll shoot pool instead. <laughs> but if we go to the corral, we'll find out if it's true what everybody in the neighborhood is saying. What's that? Well, they're saying that this western star looks exactly like you. Which star? And don't say the sheepdog. <laughs> no, no, they, they say you look like Tex McCoy. <laughs> oh, pot. I, I do? Well, sure. Huh? You know, it might be a great view if it's true. When a guy looks like a star, he can get a job as a double. Hmm. Yes. Yes, I, I, I can see myself now in a ten-gallon hat, chaps and spurs, swaggering into a prairie saloon. <laughs> okay, Buckley, okay. You can dream all you want, but you don't have to walk bow-legged. Come on, take a turn, boy. Yes. If we hurry, we can still see all the four features. <laughs> Buckley, I see two seats down in the first row, right next to the little man with the good-looking girl there. I prefer to sit here towards the back. No, let's sit near the front. You can't hear in the back. Yes. See, that is strange. I don't hear any dialogue. Oh, oh no wonder they're showing silent movies. Quiet, you. You're making so much noise, I can't read the subtitle. Oh, I'm sorry, pal. Come on, Uncle Buck, let's get those seats down front next to the... Well, somebody beat us to them, they take it. Well, then let's sit here. Oh, no, we can sit down here in the second row. Oh, very well, but let's sit somewhere. All right, yeah. <sighs> Waldo. Yeah. It's me, Riley. Behind you. Yeah, everything's all set. Buckley's sitting right next behind your head. Okie doke, Riley. Waldo, shh, shh, shh. Riley, isn't that Waldo Benny sitting in front of us? I recognize his ears. <laughs> so it is. Well, well, well. Fancy meeting you here, Waldo. Ah, yes. Hello, Mr. Riley. Hello, Mr. Turnbull. How do you uh, do? Uh, this is my aunt, Miss Grimshaw. Auntie, this is Mr. Riley's uncle, Mr. Turnbull. Oh, charmed, I'm sure. How do you do? Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Uncle Buckley, light up my cigar and relax. Oh. What's happening, Riley? Is that Tex McCoy? Yeah, can't you see? No, Miss Grimshaw's hat is in the way. Riley, I'm not accustomed to viewing movies through a fruit orchard. I'm going to ask you to remove her hat. Oh, no, don't bother uh, her. Pardon me, Miss Grimshaw. Psst, psst. 
Would you mind removing your hat? I'd rather not if you don't mind. But I do mind. Oh, this is absurd. I came here to see Tex McCoy. I... Oh, what's happening now, Riley? Is that... Tex? Wait a minute, Buckley. Tell me, Riley. Sounds like a chase. I... No, they're just kissing. Oh, oh boy. Boy, look at that. What, Riley? What, what, what? Oh, boy. Oh, gee. Riley, what's happening? Oh. Huh? Nothing. They're just kissing. That's a fine way to see a movie. If that woman doesn't remove her hat, I'll call an usher. No, no, I'll change seats with you. No, I will not give her the satisfaction. I will not. Oh, what? Go get him, Tex. Faster, faster. Come on, Riley. Is that Tex? I can't see. Yes. He's on a horse. What's going on? The horse ran away with the girl. Faster, faster, faster. Oh. Come on, yes, old boy. Get up there, horse. Oh, I can see now, Riley. Oh, what? Oh, confound that hack. Oh, what's happening? Texas catching up to her. Now they're together. Yes, yes. What now? What now? Now they're... I know. They're kissing each other. <laughs> oh, the horses are kissing each other. <laughs> Look, I've had enough of this. Miss Grimshaw, for the last time, will you please remove your hat? I will not. Mind your own business. Maybe you better take your hat off, Andy. Shut up, Waldo. Madam, I demand that you remove that basket of fruit from your head. Who do you think you are, Carmen Miranda? Please, Uncle Buckley. Sir, if you don't stop annoying me, I'll call an usher. You'll call an usher. I see I'll have to take matters in my own hands. Oh, Buckley, Buckley, go, don't touch me. There, now. <laughs> now I can see. How dare you give me back those grapes? <laughs> Let's not lose our tempers. We can fix things up. Waldo, you come sit back here. Buckley, you sit next to Miss Grimshaw. That's a good well, idea. You are not, Waldo. I refuse to stay in the same theater with this, this elderly juvenile delinquent. <laughs> come, Waldo. We're going home. Quiet! Quiet! And they call this a silent movie. <laughs> In a moment, we'll return to Riley the Matchmaker. And now back to the life of Riley. It's the morning after the millinery disaster that took place in the movie theater. Riley has just about given up hope of promoting a romance between Uncle Buckley and Waldo's aunt, Miss Grimshaw. Right now, we find Riley leaving his house on his way to work, when once again, fate, alias Waldo Binney, beckons to him. Riley? Oh, that you, Waldo? Where are you? Here. Where? Oh, not up there. Down here. I'm in the cellar. Oh! Oh, wait a minute. I'll lie down on the lawn here so as I can see you better. Yeah. What are you doing in the cellar, Waldo? Oh, this is laundry day. <laughs> oh, that... that aunt of yours makes you do the washing, too, huh? Yeah, laundry's so busy these days. I've already washed your clothes. Now I just have to tear some buttons off. Oh, Waldo, we sure flopped on that marriage scheme of mine. Guess I'm kind of stupid, stupid. I'm afraid I'm not much help on romance. You see, my wife and I didn't have a courtship. 
he only married me out of spite. Well, who was she trying to spite? Me. You know, when I was going steady with Peg, she, she got sore at me once. I fixed things up. I sent her a fancy letter apologizing. And it worked. A letter? That's it, Riley. Yeah, now, now all we gotta do is to get your aunt to write Buckley a note saying she's sorry. Never do that. She despises it. Yeah, don't Waldo, I just had a brain Yeah? We can have Buckley get a letter from your aunt without her writing it. Well, how? You write it. Oh, no, that's forgery. No, it ain't. Anyway, wouldn't you rather spend the next 20 years in San Quentin than with your aunt? Well, if you put it that way. <laughs> First, meet some of her station. Then write something about how she's sorry she was rude to such a distinguished champ by Buckley. Not a fancy flush like that. Well, I can do that. And then what? Soak the letter in perfume and paste on a cancer stamp and put it in my mailbox. Riley, you're a genius. Sure. Love bugs is okay, but a little conniving don't hurt neither. <laughs> insult to injury. Well, who's it from? That grape armor. Miss Grimshaw. Well, what does she say? Read it. Oh, listen to this bosh. My dear Mr. Turnbull. Clever woman. She sure knows how to write. Go on, Uncle Buckley. <laughs> Please accept my sincerest apologies for my thoughtless behavior in the cinema. It was disgraceful, but I trust that a distinguished gentleman like you will forgive an impetuous girl's folly. Oh, a folly girl. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> well, what else did she say, Uncle Buckley? Hmm. Hoping that our next meeting will have pleasanter results, I remain sincerely yours, Augusta Grimshaw. Well, isn't that a nice apology? Okay, Uncle Buckley, here's a pen and paper. What for? Well, you're going to answer her, aren't you? Yes, I'm going to answer her. Here, this is my answer. Oh, you tore her letter up. Yes. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. A woman pours her heart out and you make confetti out of it. And then Waldo, he said, this is my answer. He tore the letter up. Look, here's the pieces. Oh, this is dreadful. I'm all upset. I think we'll have another soda. Listen, Waldo, I didn't ask you to meet me here in the drugstore so you could get charged with charged water. <laughs> we got work to do. You see this stationery here? Yeah. Buckley Turnbull, Esquire. Yeah. Oh, your uncle's stationery. You mean... Yeah, it's, yeah, it's our last hope. Now, where's your fountain pen? Right here. Yeah. Now, let's see how I'll start. Chet? No, she ain't my chest. <laughs> well, how about the dear, lovely lady? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Now, all I gotta do is write the letter. <clears throat> Last night, I, uh, uh I, uh, uh, was conscience stricken 
Yeah, I was conscience stricken. Uh, uh, At uh, my reprehensible behavior. Reprehensible, uh, rotten behavior. <laughs> <laughs> There's an ink shortage, you know. <laughs> I I humbly implore your forgiveness. Forgiveness? Or uh, I uh, I uh, uh, must confess. Confess that uh, I have uh, long gazed upon you from afar with worshipful eyes. Gazed upon worshipful eyes. Boy, this paint pen ain't living today. <laughs> May I soon express my admiration in person? Express admiration in person. You're truly... No, no, no. Uh, your admirer. Your admirer, uh, uh, uh... Buckley Turnbull. Oh, Buckley Turnbull. Gee, I never thought I'd be able to write a love letter like this all by myself. <laughs> now listen, Waldo. You go on home, and in five minutes, I'll deliver this letter in person. Oh, crazy, Waldo. Is your aunt home, may I ask to inquire? Why, yes. Come in. Waldo? Who is it? Oh, it's Mr. Riley, Auntie. Well, shut the door in your face. But he has a letter for you. A letter? For me? Yeah, I got it right here. It's from Mr. Turnbull. Turnbull? I refuse to have anything to do with that scoundrel. Give me that letter. Gee, I don't think it's going to work. Why, she hates him. Well, you can't tell. On the desert, even hot water tastes cool. Your aunt is a desert, and Buckley's a hot water pig. <laughs> Look through the keyhole and see what she's doing. Why, she's reading. Face don't need lipstick. That lipstick needs a new face. seeing a lot of each other. Well, I would like to have him over to the house sometime. Oh, he's a very busy man. But he's always free all day. <laughs> of course, I'd, I'd like to know more about Mr. Turnbull. You know, a young girl can't be too careful nowadays. Oh, <laughs> oh Uncle Buckley's a great guy. He'd give me my shirt off his back. <laughs> Uh, I do 
Now we want to answer. Now. Mm -hmm. I know why. 
he found out Miss Grimshaw owns that property on the corner of 5th and Market Street. Why, Margaret, I am not in the least bit interested in the fact that this adorable lady has clear title to a three-story building is set for $50,000. <laughs> I merely want to answer out of common courtesy. Well, I got the pieces here, but take my advice, don't answer it. Why not? Look at that handwriting of hers. You see the inverted loops of disease? <laughs> the upward down strokes of the G's? Yes. And her commas got long wiggly tails. In my opinion, this dame is gruesome. Why, Riley, just a few hours ago you were praising Miss Grimshaw to the skies. I don't understand you. Well, I don't want to go into no details. But from now on, I'm going to write all my letters with a typewriter. <laughs> to hear the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow. The life of Riley is produced and directed by Irving Bracker. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.